1: my best friend is in a very toxic relationship oh dear. my best friend was 19 when they met and he's 32 huh? and a rapper <laughs> slaps <slashed. laughs> no,
2: <laughs> don't think whatever the world has told you whatever anyone else has told you whatever you have experienced it's not normal to hate yourself. I love that. It's not. He needs to focus on his kid and his career. Because I know that. Because if you're struggling, that you have a kid sense to That accent from thinking,
1: SoundCloud is it. not paying that <laughs> child support. Let me tell you that. <laughs> let me tell you that. <laughs> Streams don't be making that much money.
2: Granted, I did see some red flags that I chose to ignore. I like to see how red flags... I like to see how red the flags can get, unfortunately. But then slowly. <laughs>
1: push- oh. <laughs> oh, dead It <double>, indeed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world.
2: And in today's episode, it's a very special episode. It's a requested episode. It's something that we like to go through every once in a while <laughs> and it is sifting through your dilemma.
1: Yes, it is. Yes,
2: we have had far too many sisters in dire
1: they keep
2: rolling in dire need of some assistance and of course we are always open and happy and glad to give our two pence and we're expecting our sisters listening in to give their three pence as <laughs> they can relate or perhaps they just need you know to give in you know their opinions because some of yeah. these dilemmas are a little bit um
1: Ooh, these are some hot ones
2: these are some hot <laughs> ones we were looking at these through the inbox like are. What's going on, girls, ladies, <laughs> ladies? We're trying to glow and grow. Some of y'all, uh, doing, like, everyone's, going opposite, like, everyone's going through it. Everyone's going through it. Everyone's going through it, but it's all right. But um, well, before we go into our dilemmas, we just want to say a major thank you to everyone that showed up and showed out for our London live thank show. You so much, dude!
1: It was spectacular. Listen, <laughs> listen live in london you guys showed up and showed out it was a party it was so good we enjoyed we enjoyed thank you for supporting us
2: listen those who missed out we're sorry yeah we're sorry We have had more things uh, are on the horizon. Yes,
1: very soon. Very
2: big things are on the horizon. But we just want to let you sisters know that we love you. We support, yeah. like, we really, really do support you. And we're so grateful that you support us. Yeah. It means a lot to us. Um, Honestly. It's certainly not been easy this year, showing up every single week, more than once a week <laughs> for you guys, <laughs> having conversations and really pouring out into you guys. Yeah. But do not take it lightly when we say thank you from the bottom of Please. our hearts. And we really, really hope that, Our conversations, our content, the things that we create continue to help you in your development journeys. Um, We hope that you continue to build healthy relationships with yourselves and with other people. Um, And we really just want to see you grow as women. We want to see you guys come into the fullness of everything that we believe you've been called to be. So. We love you guys. Thank you for the support. We support you one hundred and ten percent. And this is just the beginning. Yeah, it's really crazy. I can't to say that this is wait. just the beginning,
1: I, and, and I can't wait for what the rest of the journey looks like for all of us. Crazy. Like, I think it's mad that when we started this, I don't think. Quick story time. <laughs> when the TMS live tickets came out, guys, Dude. and when we even announced it, yo. We didn't know they were going to sell out that yeah. quick. We were very much so like, who's going to show up? Is anyone going to show up? Because going from online to in-person yeah. is a different ballgame. Absolutely. It was overwhelming. Like we were so, that day, I think we spent like two hours on FaceTime just looking at each other like, <laughs> <laughs> what is what is going on? I think it's so overwhelming to know you guys really love us and you really rock with us. And also that we have, and I'm just so grateful to know that like, like you said, showing up every week, we've actually added value to you in some way like we've actually helped you and i think that the live show was the biggest confirmation that we are building a community it's not just a youtube channel it's Mm. not just a podcast like we are building sisters you looked good you danced we had you look nice you look sexy (laughs) you look cute yeah yeah it was an honor thank you for coming um sorry if you missed out similarly
2: but um be prepared to show up and show out again because we have
1: something very it's crazy it's nuts yo what
2: we're about to do yeah
1: yeah nuts and it's really made us want to give more Mm. like we like oh my gosh we've got to give more because you guys i don't think i think it's hard to put into words how much it means to see you guys show up for us yeah and you show up every week don't get me wrong like you watch our stuff you like our stuff you you really do share like you're really active in the community but also just seeing your faces like you're a real person (laughs) yeah
2: you know what i sound like that's crazy it's like oh i love the song choice that you picked in this particular podcast
1: you listen thank you sis you know the song (laughs) honestly thank you like we are so thankful and like renee said like hopefully this is the beginning of just so many more years of good things Hashtag for us sister all. take over sister take over for us to do with each other mm. yeah yeah i'm gonna stop now
2: yeah before we start <laughs> crying out here you know what we're, we're real g's out here um, i'm not gonna say that we don't cry because that's toxic baby <laughs> 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 Ah, oh, season toxic, two is coming baby. to an end, man. I know, I know. Oh. And it's been nuts, but hey, season three, season three. But anyways, before the season does come to an end, yeah. let's hop into the episode. Yes, okay. let's hop into the dilemmas. Dilemma. Ding, ding, ding.
1: Number one, I will not lie to you; it's uh, lengthy. Grab on. a drink. <laughs> Maybe if you're, you're on a walk, even a notepad and pen, because yeah. this one has a few things going on. But yeah, it really does. Without further ado, come on now. Ding 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 Dilemma, Dilemma. Okay cool hey ladies i absolutely love your podcast you guys are so wise and intelligent and i've Aww. learned a lot from you i hope tms grows to become even bigger than it is right now that Aww. is so nice We hope so too. i have a dilemma and i just need some advice and would like to know if i'm overthinking or not i'm 23 and in a friendship group of four we've been friends since secondary school slash sixth form i've always been calm with everyone apart from one person mm-hmm. we had a falling out a long time ago but we patched things up and moved on but fast forward to now. I've been noticing certain things with her and I think even though she's probably sees me as a friend she may be jealous of me or just doesn't like me as much as I thought she did Mm -hmm. I walk on eggshells around her I feel like I have to be careful of what I say and how I say things around her I don't feel like I can be my true self around her she recently unfollowed something that's work related for me which all of my friends have been extremely supportive about but she's never really shown any type of support she suddenly unfollowed me literally seconds after I made a post one day. She always seems to come with Vim a lot of time when I make suggestions for something we're planning and just kind of seems to say something against it. In general I feel like I'm only friends with her for the sake of the group and would rather just have her in my life as an acquaintance. I also asked a close friend if he could pray for me about anyone in my life who may have something against me and her middle name was mentioned i'll make this last point positive because there are many positives she's really nice <laughs> caring and funny she has messaged me privately in the past when i've expressed on my personal page how suicidal i was feeling and shared her love for me and how she's here for me if anything she supported me and understood some struggles i stated i go through i can't cut her off if i wanted to because she's not really done anything wrong mm. she's just not met my expectations that i have set in my life when it comes to friendships but i just want to know if i'm overthinking and reaching or if i have valid points have i come to a good conclusion slash decision it's a lengthy one so recap she's in a friendship group recap she's in a friendship group in this episode and out of and out of i believe she said it was four friends yeah in the wider email, she said yeah. it was four friends, one of the friends she just doesn't really get along with. And she feels like she's only friends with them for the sake of the wider group. Yeah, uh, And she's just been giving her bad vibes.
2: Yeah. So I think this is an interesting dilemma, first of all, because I think sometimes even for us, like when we talk about sisterhood, the mm-hmm. implication is often, oh, you know, either a mass community or like one-on-one. Right? right? Sometimes, you know, you have sisterhoods of like a few people. So yeah. you've got a group of friends of like four, five, six, um, and I think this is just an interesting, I guess, case study for us mm. insofar as exploring those dynamics of like, what do you do when you're in a friendship group and yeah. you don't like one or you really like the other and X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. Um, so first of all, my good sis, um, <laughs> you are a very analytical person. Yes. You are very, very observant. And I think that's both a blessing and a curse in the sense that it's really good to be observant. It means mm. you pick up on things quite easily. Mm. But then on the other hand, it's kind of like, when you allow your your own interpretations to run with you without doing the proper process of engaging with that person directly, then it can become sticky really quickly. Right. So I think first of all, as you were Courtney, you were talking through the dilemma. Mm. I was kind of like, mm, but at any point, did you actually talk to her directly? This is the thing. It's like, oh, okay. This is this is interesting. Okay, this happened. Did you say this to her, or yeah. like, oh, okay, you don't feel like you can be your true self around her have you explored that with her right and then the final nail in the coffin was you know asking a friend to pray and middle <laughs> name was mentioned and you know he's maybe he's a bit more you know holy or not and you, you know, all that kind of stuff um it seems, <laughs> it seems like you're looking for confirmation yeah. everywhere else than from the person themselves right. and it's like we can often create monsters from molehills because we haven't actually decided to go and face those molehills head on right so i think yes very observant yes analytical yes you've actually done the work of identified identifying what makes you feel uncomfortable in Mm. this particular friendship and yes you're self aware enough to know that there's certain ramifications if you decide to cut this person off or decide to cut back on the intimacy. However, I do think, and this is my advice just generally in group friendships, and that's something that we've actually been working through as well, is make sure that you actually take the effort to examine the friendships that you have with individuals within the group,, yeah. and make the effort of engaging with them directly, so at least worst case scenario, you know what's up. Yeah There's a lot of guesswork involved here, and I don't know, maybe it's because I have too much anxiety to deal with guesswork. I don't mm. like it. I, I like where as much as possible, I like to be direct and certain about things.
1: Yeah.
2: because it makes life easier to know 100%. where you stand, even though it's uncomfortable to do mm-hmm. that work. In the long run, it's a lot easier when you're just direct and, you know, you say you know, X, y, Z. Um, I like the fact that you shared, you know, the positives of your relationship towards the end, though, which is kind of sad. <laughs> um, but the fact that, you know, she was there to support you and the fact that she did show some kind of love for you. It would indicate that this isn't a completely negative experience or yeah. completely negative um, relationship. And considering the fact that she's actually good friends with everyone else in the friendship group, clearly the but you clearly the, ba- the baby is not like you know evil. She might yeah. be one of them undercover evil agents, huh? <laughs> Or <laughs> who more, knows? Who, knows? who knows? But from for all intents and purposes, we can assume that she's not outright an evil witch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and part like one of the negatives of not going to her directly is you don't know how she feels toward you. Yeah. You actually can't confirm that because you haven't spoken to her. Even in terms of like walking on eggshells around her, maybe she might think that you're frosty or mm. she might have a perception of you. That's also limiting her. So the first thing I would say is, Talk to her directly. Yeah. It sounds really obvious, but sometimes it can be because it's not stated. It's kind of like, oh, I'm getting all these vibes. Yeah. And you know, my uh, inspector gadget um, in <laughs> me is telling me what I'm perceiving, what yeah. I'm feeling. And then the whole like prayer element as well it's like, oh my yeah, God, stuck in your prophecy. Head. <laughs> um, <laughs> sometimes you just need to do the work of talking to the person yeah. directly, getting to know her. And I know that you guys had an awkward like falling out a long time ago. Yeah. So just talk about that too, yeah. bring that up. Um, and have conversation so maybe even just invite her and say hey i'd like to explore a bit more about our relationship let's mm. go for a coffee go to a neutral space without your other friends mm. so that you know those kind of dynamics are not impacted yeah. at least yet yeah. um, and give her the benefit of the doubt of saying these are some of the things that i've noticed between us what are your thoughts on our relationship how can we continue to better mm. this because kind of jumping to acquaintance when she's such a pivotal member in your group right now... Yeah. ...will have some very serious ramifications. Serious consequences. Especially if, like, you're they're quite
1: close to her. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what I think. Nah, I think you're spot on. I think assuming assuming she might be jealous of you and all these (laughs) things like sis yeah you are reaching a bit right because you haven't like you said had that Mm. clear line of communication um you really want to do your best to take the guesswork out of all your relationships like especially if you are an overthinker it becomes easy to read not even read too much into what people are saying but make pe- make it seem as though people are saying things they aren't saying, yeah. doing things they aren't actually doing. Yep, yep, yep. Intention is everything and you don't really know anyone's intention without clear communication with them. in um, the, f- the fact is, you said that during lockdown or during the pandemic, you actually became closer. You actually became friends. Yeah. So is it because lockdown gave you time to get to know her a bit more and you were mm. putting a bit more effort um, because life wasn't as busy, X, Y, Z, um, and now you're not putting in that effort I think there's a there's a lot of sweeping things under the rug that's going on here and it's easy to think after you've swept everything everything under the rug and it's Mm. the mound of you know dust and dirt and stuff is getting bigger and bigger it's easy to think you should just throw the rug away rather than just clearing it out like clear out everything that's out there and air out air out everything that you're feeling because I similarly agree um it will have a lot of consequences if you completely cut her off and make her an acquaintance. It's going to make things very awkward for your friendship group. And it's not to stay, make friends with dysfunctional people so that, they're, so that there can be overall peace. But yeah. it is to say this, it doesn't seem like enough reason, solid reason to just cut her off now. I think there's a lot of communication that needs to happen. Mm. A lot of, expressing of expectations it's one of the things my biggest pet peeves and one of the things I always say is unexpressed expectation will always lead to disappointment no one has signed up to the invisible terms and conditions of your friendship Mm. right you actually have to make it very clear as time goes on and you get to know each other even myself and you we've been friends for like several years but we still have to say my love language has changed or you know "This this is what I'm going through in this season so our friendship needs to kind of manifest in this way X Y Z so constant communication is actually the key to keeping relationships alive and healthy because they're constantly evolving and adapting um another thing is like the whole she didn't do this she did that it's easy to make interpretations of what people are doing Mm -hmm. until you actually speak to them so don't get so caught up in your head I too am an overthinker um don't do that (laughs) you're going to make enemies in your head who are not real enemies and those that sets you up to fight fights you don't need to fight if that makes sense I think personally though I have experience being in a friendship group and not getting on the best with one person Mm. and it's like everyone is your friend but me And what I had to understand is sometimes there are actually just clashes of personality. You don't have... When you have an overarching friendship group, Mm. you don't have to be best friends with everyone. Nope. You actually just have to be, yeah, friends with everyone, but you don't have to be best friends. There are friends in our friendship circle who I don't talk to as much as I talk to Renee or other people in our group. However... There's always love there, you know, will always show up when you need me. And sometimes those are just the things that you need. Like, as you said, she already does. She shows up for me when I need her to. We may not be calling each other every day on the phone, but do you actually have to? Are you trying to be best friends? I think it's difficult to have a group of four best friends. Sometimes some of you are friends, some of you are best friends, some of you are just a bit kind over of. acquaintances. Yeah. Like, it's not like you hate each other, but mm. you just understand there's a personality clash. Yeah. If it was just me and you one-on-one, I probably wouldn't have picked you to be my best friend. Mm. But I also don't think you're a bad person yeah. either, which it seems like you're at. And I think you just need to accept that you don't have to force anything with her. But I do think you need to clear the air that is uh, there already and kind of get rid of some fog and things that are making it a bit complicated. Because but it's going to make you seem as though you're just really suspicious of her and you may not have any reason to be. Give her an opportunity and the benefit of the doubt to at least say what's on her mind. Because like you rightfully said, she may also have a problem with you Mm. that you may need to listen to because it's not like you may be perfect in this situation. So sis, we hope that that brings some kind of help to you. Honestly. And yeah, just, just, just
2: be even on the, um, prayer point. Sometimes, uh, This whole idea of like folks being out to get you, it Mm. may not necessarily be the case of you need to, this person is out to get you. So you need to like distance yourself. It might be a pointer for you to actually work on it before Mm. you distance yourself. I think as you were saying, like, as you were speaking, Courtney, and talking about like confirmation bias. Yeah oftentimes we're like even thinking about the prayer that some people make it's like lord show me or like i need a sign from whatever that this person is bad for me it might not necessarily be that the person in their absolute or entirety is bad for you but there may be an element of your relationship that actually needs work yeah so that just also in terms of clarification and stuff like that don't be given up on these things when you're not clear exactly like these are all very um Subjective circumstantial things. So, seeking clarity through going through the seeking clarity from engaging with the person directly is probably the best way to start, as opposed to going around the houses and then coming back and being like, I've got all of this evidence (laughs) that suggests that you're mad and bad and I'm leaving. I'm (laughs) I'm I'm out of here. Um, But yeah, we hope that that brought some kind of clarity to the situation. Mm. And comment below sisters have you ever experienced the same thing what are your friendship dynamics with your group
1: girls if you do have a group of girls it may um, even be sharpening your interpersonal skills you know for sure you don't always get like our friendship group are usually the people who are most like us or who we just naturally get on with
2: 100 percent.
1: god might be bringing you someone who's gonna prove a challenge like sis you gotta work on this one yeah sometimes those are the best friendships though
2: true the ones where it's like mm, I wasn't sure about this yeah. one. Yeah, I've got a
1: couple of people who I was like mm, I wasn't
2: sure about you know, you.
1: and then I went beneath the surface and I realised oh actually you're you're decent. You are you're decent. Yeah, takes a bit of unpacking. Yes.
2: So moving on to our next dilemma. Let's go.
1: Yeah, Let's you excited? Go. I am
2: because we are um, heading over to the city of waffles and fries. Okay. Can you give us a guess? We went there, Courtney.
1: Belgium. That's right. Oh yeah, we Brussels is
2: in Belgium, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, folks. um, Uh, Geography is hard for me. Our first uh, best friend trip. Yeah, that's where the first. I think it was you know.
2: Yeah. Wow, we really enjoyed. Yeah, man. Yo, that restaurant that we went
1: to. We went to a restaurant in in Brussels (laughs) that gave unlimited ribs, unlimited, unlimited ribs.
2: I think I ate so much I turned into the pig.
1: <laughs> we ate that day.
0: I was thinking oh. when I left.
1: And the thing is when we we walked and we, we were like going on like a tour of Brussels and we went to get waffles. Yeah, I think yeah. we got chocolates from somewhere. We yeah. just did so much. Yeah. Um then we ended it off by getting unlimited ribs and it was fantastic. Yeah. It was fantastic. Oh, that was
2: great. We have to do that. I again. don't remember what it was called. It begins with A sisters we'll from brussels let us know if you know where yeah. what restaurants. in Hunt, fact give us some restaurants do. and places to go oh, to that would be, be
1: dope. nice you know brussels is um, not far but,
0: but back to yeah. <laughs> the, back to the sister in question
2: firstly i want to say thank you so much for this platform i love every single oh, podcast no. and i have listened to some topics more than twice oh wow thank you my dilemma is about me while okay. listening to last week's podcast i realized i self-sabotage mm. i always accuse the people around me mm. i know for a fact i self-sabotage um I don't like when things come to me easily. I downplay my success. I have no boundaries with myself and others, no self-respect, and I get disrespected a lot. (laughs) As a social worker, I know how to help and bring the best out of others, but I can't do that for myself. I'm like a doctor who can't cure themselves, which is very heartbreaking, because sometimes I wish I could meet someone who can help me like I help others. Mm. I am very insecure, which makes me overcompensate in every aspect of my life, relationships, friendships, work, and school. I was brought up with the mentality that hard work is everything as we were extremely poor. Mm. When good things happen, I always feel like there's a bad side to everyone and everything. I really need your advice on how to stop self-sabotaging my life and actually enjoy the love and blessings I receive. I'm thinking of going to therapy, but Mm -hmm. I don't know how a therapist can help. Thank you guys for this opportunity and community.
1: Lord have mercy. This is serious. I know. Um, Okay, firstly, sis... Thank you for sending this dilemma. I think we can all actually a lot of us can actually relate to being mm. the one who's standing in your own way. Mm. I think sometimes it's very painful when you come to that realization that actually the obstacle is you. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, and I think it's good that you've come to that obs- uh, that observation because it's easy like you said to actually blame other people for sure. I think every it's everyone else is actually you. Therapy sounds like a very, very good idea. Uh, We always let you guys know we're not licensed therapists here. Um, So therapy sounds like a really good idea in terms of how can a therapist help you? They can help you identify why you've had those feelings and where they started and where they're kind of stemming from Mm. um, to then help you go on the journey and the process to overcoming these feelings. um, Because these are really not good feelings to have. Um, especially when you, like you said, it's impacting everything else in your life, your relationships. You don't like when things come to you easy, like this idea that you have to struggle through Mm -hmm. things. There's a lot of self-subjection to pain and struggle, which is not good. And so I think going to therapy will help you get to the root of that. And I think Therapy creates an intimate enough environment for you to be vulnerable, to find the deep rooted places where this is coming from, whether it be a, I wasn't taught to expect anything other than this, or I went through something which made me think I didn't deserve this. Like just whatever it may be, it can help you kind of uncover that. Um, What was I going to say? I also am somebody who has felt like I'm great at giving stuff for other people, but what about me? And I think getting a therapist, putting yourself in community where other people can actually help you and being open to that is really important. Mm. So I think the general thing I would say towards this is you have a lot of internal work to do and you need to start making decisions to really put yourself on a course correction of, okay, let me start actually doing some deep digging into my heart, whether it be quiet time, journaling, whatever it may be to figure out where is this coming from? And then put in place, putting in place things into your every day that allow you to overcome these things, whether it be affirmations, a new daily schedule, um, books that you're going to have to read, things that will kind of help you discover more about this way of thinking and this way of feeling um, and really getting to the bottom of it. So really go hard at that internal work and then get yourself plugged into communities that can speak life into you and remind you to stay on that course, right? Mm. So people who can hold you accountable to these new, uh routines and habits that you have, but there is only one person that can actually change this situation and that's you. Mm-hmm. Even going to a therapist, they can make you discover so many things. But actually the decision to change comes down to you. And it it sounds like you've discovered these things. I just don't know if you've made the decision that you want to change. And I think changing is one of those things you it's a decision that you renew every day um that's what I would how I would frame it like you have to tell yourself every day okay how do I not slip back into how I used to be because mm. I don't want to be like this anymore yeah and it's easy to think this is just how I am but there is so much freedom on the on real in realizing that this is not how you are like you there's actually a you that can thrive and that can be happy and that can um proud of your successes that can have boundaries that can have the fact you said I have no self-respect why mm. what you actually need to find, like find an answer to that question why where did that come from how come because it's it's not natural no. you know and and I think so many things in life can make you fall into that place but it's your job to now climb out of that place and you can use the help of therapy you guys know we're always on here talking about better help. I used BetterHelp when I decided to start my therapy journey in 2020. Um, and we've got a discount code for you to get 10% off and we'll leave it in the description box as well. But therapy is always a great journey to go on when you have decided you want to change, right? And and you want to see change in your life. That change is an instant. Um, that change isn't always linear, but it is change nonetheless. And so you have to kind of start this journey with this uh, feeling in your heart that actually I don't want my life to be like this anymore, mm-hmm. which I think is why you're sending us this dilemma, but you have to be committed to that. Yeah. But I'm interested to hear what you have to say.
2: No, I think you covered so many bases with that. It is unbelievable. Um, first of all, like this dilemma just made me really sad.
1: I was literally just thinking that. I, was like, I feel so sad. <laughs> I feel really, really sad.
2: Like I literally feel the weight of that. And as Like both of us have had our moments where we've had, Mm -hmm. you know, low self esteem. We've Mm. had, and you know, there will always be moments where it's like, oh damn, like I really, I don't feel great right now, Mm. or I don't feel like happy in Mm. myself or happy about myself. I think it's important to identify, um, and this is where the therapy comes in. Whether these feelings are persistent, Mm -hmm. Um, like Courtney mentioned, we're not licensed therapists, but if this is, you know, the underpinnings of some kind of mental health issue, then it's really important to actually get the help you need to identify Please. that because beyond you know affirmations beyond communities and beyond all of the amazing things that are out there it's really important that you recognize this as something that's really serious yeah um and also just for all the sisters out there that are dealing with these kind of persistent feelings understanding that it's not normal mm. um it's not don't think whatever the world has told you whatever anyone else has told you whatever you have experienced. It's not normal to hate yourself I love that it's not, and sometimes it can feel like you know the world is trying to tell you about you tell yeah. you about where you need to be and I think I definitely resonate in so far as you know growing up without a lot of material possessions mm-hmm. um, where whatever you've experienced right whatever you know if you've experienced abuse, these kind of experiences can tell you', what you expect. exactly what you can expect of yourself it can create frameworks in your mind that make you Mm. think that you're unworthy of good things. Mm. Um, And that can often be the most difficult thing to unlearn, to really unlearn this whole notion of you being undeserving of good things. You are deserving of good things. You deserve to live a good life. You deserve to have people love you and not by virtue of anything that you can do or anything that you can work for by virtue of you being yeah and that's something that we've said in something that you put beautifully in another podcast where you said we are human beings before we are human doings mm-hmm. and i think sometimes these experiences can make us believe that love is contingent on doing yeah um, as opposed to being you don't have to do anything to earn somebody's love yeah. or earn somebody's including help including your own precisely um and when you have works-based love um The moment you stop working the Mm -hmm. moment you stop loving you stop loving yourself you stop feeling as though you know other people should Mm. love you um so really really understanding that there is nothing that you have to do to be deserving of the things that are coming to you that are good in this life Mm. all of the sisters out there if you want to be a a part of this community (laughs) i need you to understand good things you deserve good things you deserve i don't care what you've done i don't care Um, what you've been through i don't care what anyone else has told you i don't care who has decided to you know um knock you you know people that love to humble women in particular Mm. i don't care who has tried to humble you you deserve good things basic Mm. amenities you deserve love by virtue of being a human being now that is out of the way way. that's where we can start talking about how these things are manifesting in your relationships Mm. in your work um the things that you're trying to do Everything that we do centers from our sense of self. So even in terms of like self-respect, that is very much linked to how people treat you. Oftentimes when we have low self-esteem or low self-respect, it becomes difficult because we essentially sometimes teach the world the manner in which to love us. And if you're not showing love to yourself, then how can you expect somebody else to model it? And I'm sure you have some stellar friends or, you know, a stellar partner, whoever you have fighting your corner, but you also have to do the work of like, okay, cool. I love myself. This is how I want to be loved. Yeah. Um. And before we can, I know your dilemma was all about setting boundaries. Sis, we need to work on you first before we can set those boundaries because you will have no semblance of how to set boundaries if
1: you don't know yourself. And sometimes Um, the boundaries aren't just for other people. You need to work on establishing boundaries that you don't cross. Absolutely. And and things that you maintain in in order to keep yourself safe.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And safe mentally as well as physically. Yeah. Because, yeah. So- if you can, and if you, you know, have access to, you know, getting a therapist, definitely recommend yeah. getting one, um, definitely recommend and co-sign everything that Courtney has said insofar as journaling, getting to know yourself, walks, all of that kind of yeah. stuff, and really analyzing the reason why. Go back to the root. What is causing all of this? Why? What experiences mm. have contributed to you telling yourself that or contributed to your internal voice telling you that you're not worthy? Yeah. And then you start to uproot. We've got to rewrite. Mm. We've got to override that software that you've got going on because sis like there's a
1: lot of tearing down that is there's
2: a lot like this this dilemma made me really
1: sad yeah yeah and I think a lot of people are stuck in that place too mm. like stuck because you know you're the issue yeah and so you kind of feel trapped in your own inability to pull yourself out but even if it's sisterhood, if it's community, if mm. it is therapy, you need to get out of that hole. Because you that's not where you Bruh. need to make a home. Struggle that- is not
2: the marker of a good life. At all. I don't like that. Me and Courtney have conversations about this all the time. Hard work. There's a time and place for hard work. But your life cannot be defined by labor. Labor and pain oh.
1: and struggle.
2: Even the word struggle sounds listen, like a struggle, bro. Listen, listen.
1: <laughs> Your life does not have to be, listen to me, sis. Open your ears. Open. Just because that is what you grew up in doesn't mean that that's what you have to die in. Mm. You don't have to have that a life good. which is fully characterized by pain, struggle. I don't care how virtuous you think it is. I don't care how, how much you tell yourself it's teaching me something. It's teaching me something. No. You have said it so perfectly By virtue of being a human being, you deserve love you need to get yourself into places and even your own mindset into a place where even if you do develop these positive things and self-esteem and all of that, that Mm. you allow yourself to accept it Mm. because it's easy to do all this work and still reject everything that you're working for because you just believe you do not deserve to feel good. You do not deserve to feel happy. You do not deserve to have stability. You do not deserve to be treated well. You need to start realizing that you do deserve it like you said not by virtue of anything that you have done right i think one thing that helps us have that understanding massively is our faith Mm. right and having that underpinning of something that can help you kind of get through your entire mind body and soul so i'd highly recommend jesus um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I I would highly recommend some kind of faith yeah, system, yeah. Um, or just just looking into like deeper work stuff. Yeah. Um, because life is tough, it's and hard, the world, man. the life experience of hu- humans, um, and and living in this world, which is so played with things like capitalism, patriarchy, like systems that are not the best, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and also just the natural flaws of other human beings. Yeah. You can easily think that our portion really is just sadness. Bad news. Yeah, bad things. Nah, I reject that. I (laughs) reject. I reject that. We want.
2: Forget even happiness. We want joy. We want to cultivate a community of joy, and we want to show you guys that, like, aside from the struggle, aside from trying to make things work. You deserve to be here. Yeah. And it's okay to be joyful. Please. Let us have joy. But sis, we're sending you so so much love. Yeah. Um, definitely tap into therapy. Wow. Um, and we're happy that this has been a space for you in so far as like listening to us and like being a part of this community has been helpful. Mm. And we also encourage all of the other sisters that are listening that resonate with this, sis, we love you yeah. and definitely again seek therapy yeah. where where possible and lean into your communities um, and Please people that love you. In. And then my last CTA call to action is all the <laughs> other sisters listening in that, you know, felt moved and grieved by this comment below as well. Yeah. We want to hear what solutions, what experiences you've been through. How can words. Yeah, encouraging words. How can our good sis get out of this? Because, yeah, as much as this is a community that we're, you know, spearheading, this is about you guys. I'm yeah. really investing and sowing into all of our other sisters. Yeah. So please let us know what you have to say and let sis know how she can get out of this rut. Please,
1: please do. Wow, huh, what a heavy, heavy dilemma. Damn, we're really going through we're really going through, through it. Woo, girls. Man, gross. You know, I don't even Ladies. know how I don't even think our answers are. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully what we are saying actually does help in any kind of way. Sometimes I just feel so like, damn, I need to get like a therapy. I need to do so many readings. Dude. So much reading to try and, and be equipped coming. to help. Look, Amen. Not
2: even the like, cause we, we've done our bit in education. We've done long stints <laughs> in but education. But it's really just the beginning. But we, yeah, uh, we absolutely. Yeah, man. We but
1: we which we're, we're trying. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know why i brought that up. Um, <laughs> dilemma number three. Yes. This one's an interesting Come one. Come on. Hold on to your braids. Let's go. Hey, guys. Hey. First of all, greetings from Germany.
2: Germany. Yo, we're the all European We're all sisters. over Europe. We are all over Europe. Guten Tag.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: You yeah. happy that, <laughs> good I, to got Morgan. that. <laughs> honestly, I got Hello. Hello.
1: <laughs> They're gonna be sick Thank of me, buddy. <laughs> They're gonna be sick of me. These international sisters be like, I'm not coming back. <laughs> international base. Multilingual. <laughs> Bilingual. Um, Shout out to Duolingo. They should actually sponsor. I can't honestly. pick up languages very easily. Do you know, how I tried to learn Dutch. Really? Yeah. It didn't go well. Oh, darn. But you're good at French, though. At least yeah. you have got that no <laughs> it's <the humility. laughs> okay cool hey guys first of all greetings from germany your hey. podcast really changed my life these sisters are really coming in with the compliments wow make me cry your podcast really changed my life i love you guys' wisdom and pray Amen. that god continues to blesses you Amen. Amen. I'm currently in a huge dilemma, Uh especially because it has been something that has happened to me in many friendships. My best friend is in a very toxic relationship. My best friend was 19 when they met, and he's 32. And a rapper (laughs) (laughs) slash. No, let's not say anyone's after. Okay,
0: sorry,
1: sorry, sorry. No, <laughs> but then I can't finish reading this. Don't look at me. Don't give me okay, a cool. please, please. My best please. friend is in a very toxic relationship. My best friend was 19 when they met, and he's 32. When a <laughs> rapper slashed, I could count a lot of things that are wrong with him, but I am trying to keep things short. <laughs> <sighs> okay, cool. He's a struggling artist that owes her money. <laughs> no, Renee, yeah. This is someone's life circumstance. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, on, cool. Go on. He's a struggling... Where am I even? Where am I? <laughs> He's Are you struggling, struggling with him? <laughs> now I'm struggling to read. He's a struggling artist that owes her money. He has a child, but hasn't told my best friend. Now I have to read with my finger under the words because of how much you throw me off. He has a child, but hasn't told my best friend. She found out a couple months ago. He says, quote, Yeah. He's a prince, which is why... She has to clean his apartment Uh? and do his laundry. She has to leave his apartment when his friends come over. Mind you, one of his closest friends Mm -hmm. is his ex. Uh? And they never go out on dates in public because she wants to keep his bad boy image as an artist. He wants to keep his bad boy image as an artist so they never go outside, okay? The list actually goes on and on. Oh, I bet. As you can see, this person is no good. (laughs) After an altercation a couple days ago... Oh, my chest. After an altercation a couple days ago, I found out that he hated me because he found out that I said that he's no good for her. I also saw a side of her that would always protect him and won't listen to her family and friends. We literally all sat at the table and tried to talk to her. We had a talk yesterday. She said that she would just stop talking about him, especially when her boyfriend is manipulative. Oh wait, we had a talk yesterday and she said she would just stop talking about him. Mm. What do I do? Especially when her boyfriend is manipulative and hates me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you go first. Do I want you? Is the question? This one is 32.
2: Oh, Courtney, stop it. First of all. Yeah. I don't even know. I'm going to split this in two. First, I'm going to give you unwarranted advice for your friend. Send we the link of share this. this. Share this with share your friend now. Episode. Tell
1: her to bring her ears. Come yeah. on, all the way in Germany. We'll do Listen. your
2: good, your good friend. What advice we'd give her, yeah. and then we'll give you the advice that you require. But I think it's quite obvious and quite telling. <laughs> um, so my good sis, who is 19. Um, just turned 20, meeting a 32-year-old man. Now, I know there's a lot of conversations online as well as in person around, you know, love has no age. Um, I beg to differ in certain circumstances. I believe this love has quite a a substantial age gap. That is age gap. That's a, what, 12, 13-year-old age gap. And I think it's not necessarily about the age itself, but more so the life stages. Yes. I just think a nineteen-year-old girl, twenty-year-old yes. girl, versus a thirty-two-year-old man with a child that he did not—he failed to mention in the not beginning 30. stages. Thirty-two, a struggling artist. Why are you struggling at thirty-two? As an
1: artist? Why are you an artist? <laughs> if you're why? struggling at an artist, thirty-two why? is not the age for you to have this struggle. Do you beloved. get what I mean? And it's just I, this should be a side hustle.
2: And if you are a struggling artist, why are you with a nineteen-year-old? Surely.
1: It's a part of his bad boy image. Boy. <laughs> bad boy. Bad <laughs> boyish <laughs> about 32. Fam, your age mates are... Oh, anyways. Stop it. Yeah, I know That's I know
2: we've, we've spoken about the spirit of age mate, but this one you actually need to think about the spirit
1: oh, of no, age Oh, no, there's mate. a level of maturity one must advance
2: to. 32-year-old man with a child. Like, oh, uh, this is... Close no. to, you, if not, I dare I say it, predatory behavior. Oh, and sis, massively. my good sis, that is nineteen, just turned
1: twenty. You can do better. You have so much life ahead. This of you. is the Get thing. Get out of here. I don't care how much you tell yourself. I'm mature. Ouch. I'm mature for my age. There's oh, thirteen years. No. is not a bad age gap. If you're 47,
2: that's the same. That's literally the, almost the same age as my sister. I could not imagine her. She's yeah. just started uni. I could not imagine my any of My sister turns
1: 20 this year. Dude,
2: could you imagine her bringing him a, a 32, 32 year old, year old struggling, struggling artist?
1: <laughs> a 32 year old struggling with a rapper. Kid
2: that he did not tell her about and he won't
1: take you on dates but in <gasps> fact let's tell you let's that, go to sister that. you are a side piece and you are t- you are being used as a toy okay this man is probably in love with the fact that you're so young you're easily manipulated the fact he told you he's a prince so you should come over and clean his apartment are you a maid if you don't go and collect some books somewhere go and sit down <laughs> It's ridiculous. You he's taking advantage apartment. of you and he's manipulating you. But if you don't want to hear sense, sometimes if you don't want to hear, you'll feel. Okay. And I don't know where this feeling ends. You cleaned his apartment and he hasn't taken you out on a date. He hasn't told public? you he has another child. In public? To keep his bad boy image. One of his best friends is his ex. What what are you hoping for? And here? he
2: expects you to leave the apartment that
1: you clean when his ex comes over with his friends. But the bigger
2: question here: What are you expecting? What is even the makeup of this? his friends? If his best friend is his ex and she comes around, is she? Br- is it even girls and bo- like what? <laughs> is what? it even girls and what? boys? What 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 is what?
1: <laughs> what are you expecting from this?
2: There's there's so many red flags
1: that the entire wall is red. But what do you expect from this? Does she think he's going to marry her? If marriage is her goal, we don't does know. she think that it will get better? Listen here, listen here, leave. Is this all you, think you, <laughs> you know? Deserve? Sometimes
2: you know. Sometimes on the podcast, we'll be like, oh, you know, we're just sh- sh- we're not trying to swear you guys. You have to make your own decision. <laughs> you need to make fact, your own we're decision. We're dragging you
1: by your hair. Listen, go here. back to your mother's house,
2: listen- <laughs> sis. We normally, we try and just give you the tools for you to make your own decision. Actively, you must leave. <laughs> no, 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 no,
1: You must leave. No tools here, just a clear sign.
2: What? In the name
1: of 32 with a child. Bad boy. Someone has given me this kind of dilemma before about dating someone who's considerably older with a child. And my advice is always, you're at two separate life stages. Mm. Are you ready to become a stepmother? And is this man also willing to have you in the life of himself and his child? And because actually, this man has shown you he doesn't want you in his life. He wants to pick and choose when you're in his life and to use you as a cleaner. You clean his apartment. And then tell apartment. you to go away. You
2: actually clean his apartment. When
1: other people come to enjoy it. No, but that.
2: you clean his apartment.
1: At anyway, 20. show it wasn't even. That's you. what I mean. When you're young, when you're twenty, you can easily be manipulated. You clean and people partner. will take advantage of that. People will take advantage of the fact that they can manipulate you into doing anything because you've got this sense of neediness, and I, I need you to pay attention to me. uh My, my identity is basically so attached to your attention, and whether I am making you happy or not. That's what is not it? the bondage that's attracting you
2: need? her to this man because it's not his money. His bad boy image. Have you not, <laughs> boy, boy? I asked you, Courtney, What is boyish about this man? Boy, boy. You surpassed boy like twenty years ago. Good boy. Bad boy. His so what's bad attra- boy is image.
1: Tall? Maybe he's tall.
2: He's a rapper. Is he
1: good looking. He's what? a rapper Me too. He's a rapper.
2: Is he good? Oh, imagine if he's like KB from Blood and Water. yeah.
1: <gasps> when that man started rapping in Stop season it. one, I Stop said, Stop it, baby. You could do a lot of I- things with that cute face, bro. Open it up. Have to you rap seen, no you know, music. that
2: meme of um, what do you call it? What's his name? Timberland and Jay Z yeah. in the studio, <laughs> and somebody overlaid it with a and it was tink, just tink, tink, <laughs> doom, 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 doom. <laughs> and it was so bad but they looked like they were jamming I was like they're paying you a lot to pretend that this music
0: is good <laughs> this music <laughs> is good 32 struggling to be child though, you didn't know about but to
1: be honest though a lot of women then find themselves in this situation because he is successful and they think that that's what will do you get what I mean that's what's keeping them yeah. uh, but the that money one, the, the that fame, one is at least, claim. Do, at
2: least that's something
1: no but that's still not worth it it's
2: not worth it in comparison to this one yeah. There's nothing struggling, There's actually nothing Struggling artists you. There's nothing you know. keeping you here Sis Let there's him go so and find much. someone
1: his age Let him get back to the, his ex That he wants to have around Take so care much Take no, He needs to focus on his kid And his career Because I know Because if you're struggling that You have a kid to think SoundCloud to Is it. not paying that Atkins. Child support Let me tell you that <laughs> Let me tell you that <laughs> Streams don't be making That much money <laughs> the good sister actually
2: <laughs> as a friend this so one is actually a, a sticky one sis and yeah. if you are as a best friend this one is actually tight because i can't i can't imagine you ever coming to me with such a dilemma and i can't imagine vice versa i don't think i would, you would have even to dare. fight you you would have
1: to i would actually slap you you'd
2: have to beat me <laughs> i don't think even some of the folk who are by no means as I'm trying to find a word that's not too rude. Um, Perhaps not in this kind of circumstance. Even the men that I've been like, Courtney, I like this one. You'll be like, "Mm."
1: it's not for you. But then at the same time, if you really were adamant that I'm going to try this out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think the unfortunate thing is when it comes to sisterhood, and let me just be honest you also whilst you give the warning it's very tempting when things do fall down to the ground mm. to be like i told you so yeah. and it's hard also to stand on the edges um it's hard also to be standing on the sidelines mm. it seems and seeing your friend literally be taken for idiot yeah. right but your friend is an adult as much as she may be an immature adult or a young adult, she's a youth, um, she's still an adult. She has to make her choices. You can't make her choices for her. She's made yeah. a clear choice. Um, one thing about sisterhood though is as tempting as it may be to say, I told you so when things do hit the fan, you also have to be there to help pick up the pieces, right? And so I think it's one of them ones you have to let them know, I don't support this relationship. I don't want to hear about him, I, but I'll be here for you. And my stance will never change this man is not good for you. And I'll always have that response to anything you tell me he does. And when this whole, we had a talk and she said she'd stop mentioning him, good. Yeah. But then the thing is, it leads to then, if something is happening to her, who's she going to go to? But you've isolated yourself, Yeah, you know? So I think you you should definitely, while she may say, I don't want to talk about him, maybe ask from time to time and let her know, if you do want to talk, let's talk. Yeah, You know, but, She should also know that you're not going to say anything different. Like offer her support, but don't support the relationship. Don't support, that's it. Offer her support, but don't support the relationship.
2: Ah, not besties though.
1: That's sad. But if you were off doing nonsense, or if I was off doing nonsense, when my heart gets broken, I'm going to come right back to you and be like, Renee, he did X, Y, Z. And you're going to be there like... Did he now? Not even I'm shocked. I told you. Mm. I said it. Now I need to be here helping you glow and grow. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> and we're starting from scratch. Scratch. But that's the ministry. That's the work of a sister.
2: But no, sis, that's like, we've given you like just a little bit of advice. Just send her this podcast.
1: <laughs> no, just send her. Send her the podcast. Yeah, but she's made a clear choice. Yeah. That, you can't force anyone to do anything. 19. It's sickening.
2: Struggling artist with a kid that you didn't know about, and a best friend that is his ex girlfriend. He
1: makes you clean his apartment because he's a prince, and, and he doesn't won't take, take you, you out in public because he has to maintain of his course, bad boy image. You
2: guys should be ashamed to go out with public with him. Big fact. He's, he's sis, you could. This is literally better. somebody's you can get father. Better.
1: You could get. This is literally somebody's father. You can get better, please.
2: Anywho, Courtney, please, (laughs) this one, the next dilemma, please, please. Moving swiftly on to the last, the final dilemma in this episode. Cool. Hey, sisters. Hey. Firstly, I want to say that I absolutely love your podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy you guys popped up on my YouTube feed because I listen to you guys every Monday on my way to work. We
1: love to see it. That YouTube algorithm really be less than some sisters, Honestly, honestly.
2: So the reason I am contacting you guys is because I need help. Okay. <clears throat> I was talking to this guy for six months and we recently just stopped talking. I honestly felt like he was continuously giving me the short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, everything was great. Granted, I did see some red flags that I chose to ignore. I like to see how red I like to see how red the flags can get, unfortunately. But then slowly <laughs> <my> sh- oh, <laughs> Dead duffel indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but then slowly but surely, everything went south. Well, the flags <laughs> certainly got red there, didn't they? Did they I honestly just felt like every him. time we spoke, I annoyed the hell out of him. Mm. Mind you, this is the first man I've taken seriously in years, so I honestly forgot that I had major insecurities whilst mm. dating. He went to school on a completely different coast, so we weren't talking often due to the time difference and the fact that we both work. Due to the fact that we both work and are in school. I also expressed to him that I felt like he wasn't making any time to try to talk to me. I'm a firm believer in people making time for who slash what they want. Mm. But the real deal breaker for me was when he came home recently and didn't make an effort to come see me. Mm -hmm. I saw his ex-girlfriend, who he shares a dog with.
1: How do you still share a dog with your ex? it was like children i guess shared custody i guess um <laughs> <laughs> you better what are you i better take that A 100 percent.
2: i told him that i wanted to see him and spend time with him but he told me to let him see his family and that okay. he doesn't think i believe him when he tells me he's busy then he completely ghosted me and went back to school without even letting me know or making any effort to see me okay. so i blocked his number because it was giving me anxiety <laughs> 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 i'm now realizing i have a very hard time setting boundaries from the beginning mm. and letting people know i will not tolerate and letting people know what i will not tolerate while dating mm. my question is how do i effectively set boundaries in relationships mm. both romantic and platonic relationships That's love from good. america
1: wow oh, shout out to the usa 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 um interesting mm. Believe people for what they show you. Bro, Number one,
2: don't let those f- those flags get redder. Please,
1: that's a very toxic mindset to have. Yes, you can give some people the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm, Let's see mm-hmm, how this turns mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. But if something is a red flag, like you see behavior mm-hmm. persistently, why are you waiting for it to get worse Absolutely and break not, your heart? It's like playing bit. with fire. I'll wait for it to get literally blue hot and then I will take out my finger. You, you won't have one. You <laughs> won't have a finger by the time that you're done. Don't do that. Really playing on the edge. However, in terms of laying out boundaries, I think what's important is to have expectations, express and communicate those expectations. You don't need to lay all your cards out on the table mm-hmm. at all. But see, the thing about boundaries, and I think we we're talking about a few episodes back, yeah. it's all about do you qualify to cross this boundary, right, to this new level of intimacy? If believe people for what they show you they yeah, are, and what they sure. think about you, and how important of a priority you are in their life believe people. Okay. It's not about conforming anyone to fit and tick everything that's on your list. It's about seeing in the way you are presenting yourself, your authentic self, do you match up to what I'm looking for? Do you match up to what I deem to be? Do you match up to what I deem as qualifying to become a, close friend, a partner, whatever it may, mm. may be. You have to watch what people authentically do and judge them accordingly. Um, that's how you set boundaries, H- create actual standards. Yeah. That's it. Create standards watch whether people meet those standards or not and just happily move on to the next if people don't don't have to force anything Mm -hmm. um when things do get more serious and there are deeper more vulnerable open lines of communication when you know that you can actually trust this person with your heart or as a friend or whatever then you make clear your expectations then you make clear you communicate those things but in the beginning, I think it's very important to realise that you need to set standards and once you start seeing somebody show you that they don't meet those standards, believe them. You gotta go. This whole I'll wait to see how red the flags get. It's a red flag. Why it do you need in the more? Bud. It in why the do bud. you need more?
2: Leave why, it at.
1: Why do you need more? Why Leave do you need different shades of red? Pack, it's it, red. In. Pack, Pack it, it in. Pack it in. But yeah that's what i'd say man how about you absolutely the same thing pack it in yeah and this pack man actually doesn't care about you by the way not even a little yeah.
2: bit he has a dog with his ex that,
1: <laughs> to me that was a But also flag. he just hasn't made you a priority exactly. like, and he's clear. people know not just men people know what they want people know what is a priority to them and even if they're not good at one thing for example i'm not the best at messaging sometimes i get very very busy mm. however i will dash you a very quick call i will make sure you know what's going on whatever that may be so People make concessions and they make priorities. Yep. he's not doing that for you, not and he's not making it. you the problem. Except that, move and on. be going move on.
2: And the thing is, the issue here is not necessarily the setting of boundaries or creating boundaries. Yes. It's the enforcing. Because you said earlier on in this um, dilemma that you know, I it's important to me that another person like makes me a priority, essentially. Yes. Yeah, and, you know, time and all of that kind of stuff. So once he had given you the that this is not gonna you're not a priority you needed to bounce but you didn't um and you would you know in the dilemma mentioning all of the these insecurities that you've Mm. had previously dating I know that as a result of like making this guy your all and because he's the first one when you come back you really want to make it work but sometimes it's really important to fall back on your values and Mm. your Enforce your boundaries because it will prevent a bigger heartbreak later on. Very good. So stop letting your wounds get infected before you cover them up and start to treat them. What? Many of us keep on doing that in the hope that they will heal, not mm. realizing that, you know, your cuts now have gangrene mm. and we have to amputate. Yeah. Um, so stop waiting for amputation. Heal the wound as soon as possible. And also yeah. work on yourself and accepting that, you know, sometimes dating doesn't work out the first Facts. time. I know it's, it's hard. You know, Fats. we've only got one outbreak left. <laughs> one outbreak left in me. But it doesn't, yeah. but it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't way. have to be that way. At all. It At doesn't. All. Like, and
1: it, it all stems from actually being a secure person. Exactly. And so this dating and dating, what would most people would consider successfully by actually ending up in a long-term relationship, mm. it's not going to fix your insecurities. Mm. Placing your, Placing your self-worth yeah. in the reactions and the actions of these other men that you were talking to, yeah. whoever it is you're dating, is actually going to keep you walking in circles when it comes to your self-esteem. You need to get, fix your insecurity issues on your own. It's not, it's not saying you can't be insecure and date. You definitely can. But I mean, a partner is not going to solve the insecurity. You, that's internal work. That's, mm. that's self-awareness work that's not contingent on being in a relationship or not. And so stop putting your self-esteem in whether these, relationship are succe- these relationships are successful. Girl,
2: I'm sure there's some handsome men on your
1: coast that will be Facts. willing
2: to put you, you know, first. We, listen, word on the grapevine is the <laughs> States has some very handsome looking fellas. Best believe
1: so. it. Best believe, oh, we have seen it.
2: We have seen and we believe. Oh, can I, can God, we get God, a an amen, sister me. Betty in the back? In the hall, in a hall. <laughs> It is to our discontent that we must come to an end. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Much to our grievance, our utmost upset (laughs) and discontent. That we must conclude (laughs) this episode.
1: Yeah, man.
2: We hope you enjoyed it. We do. And the sisters that, you know, had the dilemmas, thank you for sending them in. Sisters, of course, you can always send us dilemmas. www.dadtomysisters.com. Yes, you can. Um, And if you can, keep them brief. Um, Sweet. I think I brought, you know, 280 characters. Um, something like that just so that we can get through as many as possible (laughs) um but as always we're sending you lots and lots of love and please comment below on our youtube video what are your solutions what are your experiences let's share let's pull resources pull knowledge how did you guys get over any of the things that you may have resonated with or you know what are some strategies that some of the sisters can pick up on, yeah. um, you can also head over to our Instagram page because <laughs> we're popping over there, baby. We got quite the crowd over we on do. The Instagram and right now. Great yeah. content, great content, top tier, top tier. If top I do say tier. so myself, the head of memes is doing a great job. Just want to say a shout out to them. <laughs> the head of memes. Is- <laughs> You're doing spectacular, honey. There's some funny stuff on there. She needs um, a raise. That, uh, she needs a raise. I will be applying. <laughs> I mean, they will. <laughs> they will be applying, not you blowing your own cover. <laughs> this is why I couldn't be in the CIA, i tell you. They'll be like, oh, they, I mean I, noise?
0: I mean them. What's that
2: noise? No. Who's standing in the... Pa- I, I wore the wrong camouflage. <laughs> it's not the right color. Anyways, aside from my failed CIA um, oh, oper- operations... Funny. Um, talk to us in the comments over at to my sisterhood on Instagram and of course you can say hi to us personally come say hi to this lovely lady that I have on the left with me who is looking absolutely fantastic and fine at CD Boateng over here and of course myself at Renee
1: Kapuku yes sisters we really do hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did definitely go and tell the people over on Twitter let us know what was your favorite advice or did you disagree with us or maybe even take one of our dilemmas over there and let the Twitter chime in um but yeah you can use the Hashtag to my sisters and you can also at us as well at to my sisterhood same and handle as Instagram. Um but also be sure to join the weekly mailing list. All right Listen, when we say join the mailing list, you think we're joking. That's how that's you lost how, out on the live tickets. Exactly. That's where the things actually they go pop, down. Instagram off. went down just the other day. How can we get in contact with you? Yeah. Hmm? Mm. How can we send you our stuff? How can we keep you in the loop? Absolutely. How can we send you tips? I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. Sign up to the mailing list so that these things all come straight to your inbox so that we can actually talk. So you can sign up to the mailing list, similarly to the the same website where you can send dilemmas to mysisters.com. Just type in your email and you'll be added straight away. But sisters, we love you. Make sure that you share this episode with anybody and everybody. (laughs) Uh, We love you very much. We love you. Next week is the last episode of season two. Woo! It has been a great season, but season three is about to be something else. It's about to be lit. Something else. So hold tight, follow the podcast, subscribe to the channel. Uh, But we will talk to you very soon. And remember, keep glowing and growing.